Welcome to a very special segment of Elite Week. Today I have with me Alec Turner of the Buckyball Racers, and he's here to tell us all about the new race that launches tomorrow. It's literally in hours, and by the time this thing actually gets posted, will be tomorrow, so it's starting now when you're hearing it. So get out there. Alec, why don't you tell us all about this race? Hey man, yeah, it's good to be back. Buckyball is back again. A series of four races, I think, over the coming over the set of four months. So this race mm-hmm. is called Engineers Canyon Mayhem. It went through a few <laughs> name, went through a few name changes. I think they were originally there was a kind of play on ECM, and then it seemed like it was too late to play on ECM, and then it went back to being a play on ECM. What the hell? Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Mm. Um, so it's it's being organized by a guy called Terasidic, who some people might know. He's um, more closely related with the elite racers than the Buckyball Racing Club. Mm. Um, he is the organizer of the Okinura Sprint Challenge, which has been running for like years now, that, that kind of crazy time trial where you, 
you fly loops around a station. Yes, yes, great stuff. So yeah, so it's his right, Engineer Canyon Mayhem. And it starts, like you said, starts tonight, midnight. Mm -hmm. um, officially, you know, turn of the clock in game on Saturday, and then it runs till midnight on the following Sunday. Beautiful, beautiful. So I'm looking at the poster for this event, and uh, I see that <laughs> it is it is uh, very professional and uh, up to the Buckyballers uh sort of high level of uh of accuracy and 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 yeah yeah and, yeah, and respect yeah, yeah. for everyone involved <laughs> yeah this one got a bit silly it started out being very slick and then with the name changes there was like bits of blue tape and then scribbles and then we kind of like the scribbles and mm. you now we've drawn on the faces of all the engineers and, and everyone thinks it's the funniest like, mm. banner, banner we've had so we decided to stick with it yeah i love I love Elvira Martuk has the curly handlebar mustache and the dweller <laughs> has a Fu Manchu yeah. and Felicity Farseer is just full on mountain man. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Entirely, entirely respectful to the engineers, but that's 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 in the buckyball spirit. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think there's plenty of players of Elite Dangerous that'll tell you that now that's exactly the amount of uh, of uh, respect that engineers <laughs> deserve. Yeah yeah <laughs> so let's let's get okay. into the meat and potatoes about it tell tell, okay. tell me about this race okay so what i know so far because details mm -hmm. have been coming a bit slow but so the deal is that um you are going to have to visit five engineer bases um i mm -hmm. think they're the five easy ones I think, if, if i remember rightly i think these are the ones that people get first so hopefully not too hard for people to get access to these five it's mm. um elvarimar took Mm -hmm. uh, the Dweller, Felicity Parcia, Todd the Blaster, and Liz, Liz Ryder. Mm -hmm. So, in essence, the race involves flying to each of their bases, and then there will be a circuit. Now, bear in mind this is um, Terracidic of Ocaneera Sprint Challenge and Elite Races, so these kind of circuits are like little obstacle courses. Mm -hmm. um, they're designed to be done either in a ship launch fighter, Actually, there's loads of classes. There's four classes for this race. You can do Mothership with a Ship Launch Fighter. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea is there that you'd have a ship with a decent range because these five, there's a bit of jump in between them. I think there's like 150 light years or so between some of these guys. Mm. So you want to get those jumps down. So a Mothership to get you there and then a Ship Launch Fighter <laughs> to go around the circuits. We haven't seen the maps yet. I'm guessing they're going to come later tonight, but I can mm. imagine, you know what those places are like, they've kind of got bridges and things and the circuit to be flying under the bridges and around the oh yeah, the buildings and things. Oh yeah. So you can do it like that. Um, you can also do it in a ship with an SRV and I gather the SRV circuits will be slightly different and you'll have to be just one lap rather than three mm. in the SRV. Um, you can also do it in a... Hang on, what the Elite, Elite Racer Unlimited is... Oh yeah, so there's a, a, a class where you can do it in a ship without launch fighter, so it needs to be a small mm. ship to fit through the obstacle, but you can just turn up in a Viper or whatever you fancy and skim mm. around circuits. And then there's a regulation budget Eagle. So we always have a regulation class, which is a prescribed build, and everyone's on an even platform on that. Mm -hmm. The regulation budget e Eagle, I have to say, is perverse <laughs> yeah. a lot of jumps. well it's got like a 1a scoop and it's got a i think it's an e power plant so you overheat oh, and, but 
I don't know. I guess he thought it was funny. Um, oh. So some people have been testing that. That's <laughs> going to be an interesting challenge. Mm. Um, oh, and there's another thing that the vague theme of the race is that you're ferrying the engineers around. So you have to have a passenger cabin that can hold at least five people. Even on the Eagle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I believe so. Let me just check this build. Yeah, it's got a 3E and a 2E economy class passenger cabin and a 1A scoop. Wow. Oh, and everything else is stock by the looks of it. All right, oh, God. Go. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I have a feeling that uh, more than a few people will skip the uh, regulation stock build and we'll be doing this in Jumpacondas with the little Imperial GU-96 or whatever, the little zippy fighter. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think me and certainly I think Shay Blackwood is, are going to be going for the SLV challenge initially. Um, nice. Yeah, definitely want to give that a go. Um, very, yeah. very nice. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I, I hope it doesn't spread. You know, I, I don't want to end up with four scoreboards with one person in each scoreboard. That'd be a shame. For so, in terms of accessibility, you know, El uh, so Felicity Farseer is the first one that sort of everybody gets, and Elvira Martuk is soon after, and Liz Ryder comes soon after. The two that I think they're going to be sort of maybe a little less accessible for some of the newer players in that they don't have it already unlocked are going to be the Dweller and Todd the Blaster. The mm, Dweller. Okay. The Dweller, all you have to do to unlock him really is just visit like five, unlock like five black markets. So a player could literally do that in, in a matter of like 20 minutes if they if they put their head to it and really like Googled, okay, how do I do this? Yeah. And Todd the Blaster, unless I'm mistaken, I don't even think he's conflict combat bonds. I think he's just bounties. Uh, he might be com combat bonds, but either, either which way, if a new player like sort of <clears throat> that's like, oh, I've been playing Elite for, you know, two weeks, three weeks. I I've done a little stuff, but I haven't really done a lot of whatever. This is very, very sort of accessible that if you want to put, I don't know, maybe two, two to three hours into this, you can easily. So even if you're hearing this on Saturday, the race has already started and you're like, Ugh, I haven't got my stuff. You could do a session, a play session. Make sure that all of these are unlocked and then you can do the, you know, do the rest of it. Now, just yeah. just out of curiosity, you don't have to have any of these maxed, right? You just literally have to land there because I think you can land at a base so long as you've heard of it and got mm -hmm. the invitation. You don't even have to have them sort of, quote unquote, unlocked. You could just I, land yeah. and then take off yeah. again. I think that's right. You know, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've done it, but I know when the engineers first came out, wasn't it the case that if you just flew to their bases without doing anything, you'd get attacked? You do have to get that invite. You have to have an, yes, you have to have an invite, but you don't have to have them fully unlocked. So, for example, in the no, case you, of the... Go you, ahead. Won't be doing any, you won't be doing any engineering, so you've just got to be able to land at these places. Yeah, so you just have to get past phase one of getting the invitation to them. That is very, very easy to do. Like I said, for the Dweller, it's just unlock five, I think it's five black markets. And for Todd the Blaster, it's, I, I think it's bounties. Like, just bring him enough, like, uh, or just even collect enough bounties and he'll be like, oh, okay, you're on my radar, come and whatever. You don't even have to really go farther than that. But I, I have spent many an hour <clears throat> watching uh sanderling do some crazy stuff specifically at desiat 
around Farseer space. That's one of his like fun haunts that he goes and he flies and whips around where you're like, you know how they have those things where it's like, it's almost like sort of a, 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 a what is the, the name of that? There's a, is it a butte? There's a landscape <clears throat> term. Well, there's or, like gant- gantries that go across some of them. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So that's what that, that butte is like that, that thing where it's almost like a mountain that goes like, almost like, it looks like a sort of like a volcano, like in, in, in close encounters of the third kind. And on that, there's place, there's like a, a ring of a, like a valley that goes around it. And then there's land yeah. on the outside yeah, and those yeah, gantries, yeah. those gantries strut across like, like bridges from, from sort of the mainland onto that little sort of dry Island. And he, you see him like flying under and over and doing loops. So I, I know if Terracidic's involved in this, this is, I, it's gotta be, so it's gonna be weird because obviously for the SRV bit, it's gonna be just some form of, you know, do a lap and like hit these sort of key, like slaloms, hit these key points for the, I for the SRV yet. bit. I'm slightly nervous about the, I'm, I'm nervous about the SRV bit. So I, I've seen one, he's released one, he's released the El, um, Elvira. He's released the Liz Rider map. Mm. Liz Rider's base has got those um, big mining rigs, like those massive mm-hmm. laser mining rigs. Mm-hmm. And the circuit for that is basically just a circuit around the central building. I think there's three kind of bridges to go under, um, and then you kind of you use the, the mining rigs as corner markers. So that one <laughs> is fine, and I was doing laps of that this morning, if, if that's mm. the mining circuit, and the lap took i don't know like a minute or two okay but yeah some of those other bases I, i'm nervous about what the <laughs> might be i mean his no. estimates he, he, he posted some estimates that it might take about 40 minutes to do the full race with ships yeah well a good chunk of that is going to be jumping from spot to spot yeah now he's estimating double that for the srv which makes me nervous yeah <laughs> but i we'll, dig it I think, yeah, yeah, for for sure, the SLFs are going to have, like, if you're trying to compare the two, the SLF is going to have the advantage on speed over the SRV, but that's not the point. The point is that it's it's two separate races. The SRV race is against other SRVs. It's not head-to-head, and I think I'm right in saying that the SLFs and the ships, you got to do three laps in the SRV. Yeah. One, so, so that'll be good. Yeah. I, I wanted to say, actually, on this and the whole thing of getting the engineers and stuff, that I think we've spoken mm. about but with the buckyball races it's winning is is like the, the last thing <laughs> we're sort of worried about really mm. um, i mean now is not necessarily the best time for this because people have things to do people are focused on carriers and they're focused on uh, ltd mining and stuff but but really you know you can do that stuff anytime okay these gold rushes mm-hmm. come and go be, and what the buckyball races are more about is just take a break from what you normally do you can do that shit anytime but if you if you just drop that for a week and come and do this, for, for me, you know, five years of playing this game, these races really help to just break up the grind and, and get you to focus on something different for a while. And, uh, you know, spend a week doing it is, is what I'd recommend because just, just well, drop what you're doing and come and do this. I, I couldn't disagree with you more because <laughs> the thing is, you, you say like, well, people got stuff to do. People are busy. No, this is why it's the perfect time for this is because let's say, for example, you are one of the guys that were late to the party at Baran and you've decided just now that you've seen other people do cool things that you want a fleet carrier of your own. You're going to get to the point where you're just staring at rocks till you want to slam your head into the monitor and 
it's great to have an excuse to, to just fuck off and play for a day and just like i'm gonna do this fun silly pointless but awesome thing because i'll let you in on a little secret everyone who has goals in this game and i am captain of the i have goals in this game i'm doing <laughs> shit that's like ambitious to this level of being stupid but it's great here's the thing to keep in mind it doesn't matter what your goals are it's a video game it's all a waste of time so have fun with it so like take like i've been grinding the dark wheel the dark wheel the dark wheel and like that's fun 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 but it's great to have an excuse to just go play and to remember sort of when you first hopped into a spaceship and you were like oh this is cool i'll look around it's nice to like reset yourself to a point of and it's weird because the buckyball racers and and the buckyball race and and the elite racers all all of this it's a very weird mixture of childlike enthusiasm and play and just hey i'm gonna fuck off and have no responsibilities and we're gonna have some fun yeah, mixed mixed with like a high level of skill of like oh i'm gonna really try to like uh better myself and like challenge myself and whatever so it's it's the perfect mix there i'm sorry go ahead i mean you learn a lot i say this but you learn something in every race and people think oh, i know how to do this stuff i know how to use a ship launch fighters <laughs> but i tell you what we've had a race with ship launch fighters before and i hadn't used them that much i knew how i knew how they worked <clears throat> but when you're you're racing and you start to think about okay so let's say for example that you you're racing and your your mothership follows you Mm. while you're racing around the circuit and and maybe it gets itself into trouble and you think okay i need to i need to give it the order to stay where it is when you get to the point where under race conditions you're trying to figure you want to deploy the thing quickly you want to get away from the ship you want to give the order back to your ship to stay where it is mm. you want to do whatever circuit it is request landing permission get back to the <laughs> ship, land smoothly you do that kind of circuit four or five times you master things like getting in and out of the sl mm -hmm. in a way that you just you just won't otherwise mm -hmm. so you really own so many different skills and in shaving those seconds off where when you're looking at just shaving five seconds here or three seconds there you up your level of skill and then when you get to a point later where you need it for a completely separate reason you need it because oh my god the clock is ticking on when we can turn in this mission or oh this or oh that it, you, you're going to have those skills to fall back on and you're going to like take your game to the next level. Yeah, and it's not even necessarily about going fast. People might think, I don't need these skills because I'm not in a rush. But, you know, mm -hmm. a, a classic thing in Elite is that you get yourself into a situation like, I don't know, you get interdicted on the way to Shinrata mm -hmm. and, and you panic because it doesn't happen very often and you forget that you need to have a system selected and you need to high wake out. And, mm -hmm. and it honing those skills so that they're kind of more second nature and, and that you don't panic that you know you know what to do because you've done it five times over in a race that, mm. that, that sort of getting those things kind of ingrained is is, is so useful in in so many aspects of the game and mm -hmm. not just aspects that you know that i could do with speed a hundred percent so like i said i think this is the perfect time to drop this because a the new stuff has already been dropped. The people that were going to get it day one, they already had it day one. So you're not going to have sort of new stuff of that level that you have to like, oh, I got to work on this or work on that for for several months, if not, you know, upwards of almost a year. As far as the having the, the goals of doing all the stuff, I salute that. 
Uh, I, I absolutely am a huge fan of all of the cool stuff people are doing with carriers. For sure, do that. I'm absolutely having a great time doing stuff with the Dark Wheel mission. Uh, you know, whatever. But there's always that draw, that fun, that like, hey, I want to go play hooky and and do a little thing. And mm. this is the perfect sort of. This is the snack for people that have the munchies that they want to just do some fun stuff. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not sure I've sort of said this before about buckyball racing, but, um, you know, I, I know some people are quite serious about their role play and they're quite serious about elite and they have a character in the character mm. federation or whatever. And, and stuff like, um, maybe the Hutton truckers, that seems a bit silly to them and they, and it, mm. you know, it kind of spoils their, their serious role play, which I'm not, you know, it's great. I love that people do that. Now here's my take on buckyball racing is that mm -hmm. in real, in real life, we we do jobs to earn money and to earn credits and to buy mm -hmm. ourselves a, a bigger car or a bigger house or whatever. But but really, what what's what's the purpose of all that? Ultimately, you do all that so that you're comfortable and can go on off and do the things you, that are fun. Whether mm -hmm. you like playing golf or you're into football <laughs> or you're into racing, you know, there's people in real life that do the equivalent of mining and all that stuff. And they do it so that they can fund their hobby, which is to go and jump in a, you know, a little um, go-kart at the weekend and go go-kart racing or to go cycling down hills at the weekend. That's what buckyball racing is. It, it's not silly. It's just part of life in the Elite Dangerous universe. That, mm -hmm. That's how I view my character. You know, I I earn money like everyone else. I go and gr do a bit of grinding on, on mining and stuff. But I do oh. that to fund my my hobby. You know, it, it's it's not... People shouldn't view it as silly, and it's part of life in the Elite Dangerous universe. And, well, and, I, and I love that the Buckyball Racing Club has become such an established thing. You know, you've got the hollow ads outside stations and things. It's part of the Elite Dangerous galaxy. To, to that point, I think the Buckyballers actually offer you this interesting and almost sort of unique opportunity in that <clears throat> for the people that have the Hutton Trucker mindset of we're doing all this for the lols. We're just having fun for the mug. Let's be silly, blah, blah, blah. I think the buckyballers encapsulate that spirit, that esprit de corps of like, just for the lols and having fun beautifully. But for the other side, for those people that you said sort of disdain the buckyballers and, <clears throat> or, or sorry, the Hutton truckers, they disdain the sort of for the lols mentality. Let me just point this out. <clears throat> if you are super serious captain, you know, role player guy, right? And you're like, I am the grand visitor, ambassador, yeah. <laughs> admiral of the first fleet of uh, Lavigny's legion and I blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. If you're that dude, first off, hats off to you. If you're having fun with it, go do that. That's cool. I'm not making fun of you at all. I think that's awesome. If you're that guy and you're playing role playing in universe, in galaxy, and you're Mr. Whatever, how awesome, how much cachet would that give you for Lavinia's Legion as the grand ambassador or whatever, if you're also a world famous racer that just broke a world record on some new racetrack or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's like, I don't, I, sadly, I don't know like Formula One racers, but I know like people know them, they follow them. Like, name a famous race car guy, like a famous, like real art oh, Formula One like guy, Lewis Hamilton or someone like that. Exactly. So, for all of you guys out there 
who I'm sorry, I'm a, a heretic American. I, I know UFC fighters and I know football players. I don't know anything else. I'm sorry. But for you guys out there that are looking at like a Lewis Hamilton or whatever, if you're super role play guy, imagine, for example, or, or I'll put it in a way that everybody can get. Imagine you're Tony Stark. You're the rich billionaire guy who mm -hmm. also has the crazy race cars and is out there doing cool shit and setting world records or whatever. So if you're Captain, I'm super serious role play guy, don't you, wouldn't your character be awesome if he was Tony Stark too? So like yeah, maybe give it a shot. Exactly, I know there's kind of like um, sort of princes of, sort mm -hmm. of um, I don't know, Arab states or things that are also bloody good, you know, motorcyclists or something. Like how cool is it that um, Steve McQueen, who's like a serious actor and that was his role, mm -hmm. his job, he was he was a shit hot like um racing driver as well. oh yeah and, and that, oh, yeah. that just adds to his character that doesn't detract from it that, that just makes him like doubly awesome that he can do oh, that oh yeah when he did le mans he fell down the rabbit hole of like professional race driving yeah, he did all awesome. kinds of stuff with those guys yeah man great movie by the way if you're too young and you haven't seen le mans go watch that movie steve mcqueen you have to watch le mans you have to watch bullet and you have to watch the great escape Go watch those movies. Yeah, I'm into that. Great. <clears throat> All right. So getting back to this race, let me ask you a question. Do I have to go? Is it a prescribed, like I have to go Elvira to the Dweller, Dweller to Felicity, Felicity to Todd? Or is it like I could go, like if, if I work out some kind of like money ball math, could I do Elvira to Felicity to Todd to Dweller to Liz? Or is it like prescribed? You have okay, to follow no, these you, courses. You can do the five in any order. Um, and okay. What there, is, what there is is a little... If, uh, on the forum thread, and we'll, we'll give you the link to find that in a minute, but on the forum thread, there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a matrix. And what it is, mm -hmm. is it's a 5x5 five five grid of Desiat, Euribia, Wolf, 397, Kun, and Weird, so the five systems. Mm. And in that grid, you've got the distances in light years between each of those five, so distance from Desiat to Euribia and distance from Kun to Weird and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me hmm, took me about 10 minutes to sit down and look at that grid and figure out a route. You know, <laughs> the first thing you do is you look at the, the route and you go, okay, the distance between Kun and Desiat is nearly 300 light years, so we don't want to do that hop. Hmm. Definitely don't want to go Kun to Desiat. So you quickly kind of scribble that. So that's kind of fun. I mean, everyone probably ends up doing the same route, but, hmm. but you know, there's a nice little bit of race planning in there as well. I, I quite like the races where it's not given to you on a plate and you've got to find a route well i can also if you want i can give a, a little spoiler you know i'm gonna give a little spoiler this is just everybody else people who are not elite week listeners you know they don't get this tip but elite mm -hmm. week listeners and my good friend alec turner gets this tip if you go to commander's toolbox that down-to-earth astronomy put out and you go to his multi-stop route finder tool and you literally just type in those five systems, it will go through the computer matrix of all of the possible like things and will tell you this is the quickest way, this is the most economical way to accomplish the entire route in the least number of jumps. Oh my, I did not, you know, I knew that, I knew I, I knew the toolbox. I didn't know it could do that. I'm going straight there after this interview. <laughs> see if the route I've picked is a good one or not. Like it. Yeah, it'll be interesting if it, if, it, if it shows up like, oh, actually, if I switch, you know, the number two stop with the number four stop, I can shave off 30 light years off of my total trip. 
you know what, here's another thing, and, it, and again, part of the learning experience in it, not just all being about speed, but when, when you, so, you know, you pick your route and then you go and fly it. And then if you use the, um, the, the, the route plotting mechanism where you're going through white dwarfs and neutrons, sometimes you can find that the less obvious route is less jumps because you can squeeze them. Like I, when I was doing the circuit, um, what's the one neutron star in the bubble? Uh, Jackson's Lighthouse. Lighthouse, yeah. Yes, Jack, Jackson's Lighthouse crops up in some of these routes. Nice, yeah. So that's interesting. If you can get Jackson's Lighthouse to be one of the stops between two of these, you can turn this route around a bit and save a couple more jumps. And you could also, you know, use some Jimponium as well. There's there's definitely... The, see, that's the, that's the brilliant thing about a buckyball race is because it's sort of, it's a chess, it's just a very open, it's not like, oh, you have these, all of these rules. It's very open. You just attack the problem in the most, you know, efficient way you can figure out. There's more to it than just sticking your foot down and going fast. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right on. All right. So we have the classes for people. So you know the different types, the different ways to doing it. <clears throat> We've told you about the race and how it is. We've told you about the guys to unlock. We've given you a hot tip about what to do to sort of plan out your route the most efficient way possible. So now we're going to end with well, okay, where do I find more information in this? Because I'm I'm interested, I'm down, I want to go play hooky and do some fun stuff and, and up my skills. <clears throat> so we're gonna go, we're gonna hit the three biggies, okay? The first one is gonna be the Bucky Baller Discord. Give us the link for the Bucky Baller Discord, Alec. Well, do you know what? I'm not sure if we've got like one of those quick links, <laughs> and the actual links always have like some horrendous string of letters and numbers on the end. So what <laughs> I will say to people who want to, the easiest way to find it, and, and it's the same for the race, is mm. the website, which is buckyballracing.org.uk. Mm -hmm. uh, on the homepage there, right at the top, you'll see this Engineers Canyon Mayhem banner. You can't miss it. It's the one with the engineers with yellow scribbles all over their faces. Click on that and that will take you to the forum thread with all the rules. And if you scroll to the bottom of that page, I think it, yeah, right down the bottom, there's a big Discord link. Beautiful. Uh, just hit that. You hit all three in one. So we've got, you can find it by checking the community forums. You can find it, information about it and talk to people and get advice and, and pl help plan your stuff by going onto the Discord. And all of that, you can find links to all of that from the actual Bucky Baller race website i'm going to have another thing actually so when you when you drop into the the discord um you'll probably pretty much quickly land in there's a general chat channel say hi hmm. you know, I, I see so many people drop in the discord and if <laughs> i'm there i'll kind of say hi what brings you to the discord you know but you, a lot of people are very quiet just say hi we're a friendly bunch um and then what we'll have uh just underneath general chat we've got a channel the next one down called Engineers Canyon Mayhem, and that's the chat discussing this particular race. Mm -hmm. And then there's channels for standing, you know, some of our standing challenges. And there's channels for past events and hints and tips. And so yeah, drop in and have a scroll around and say hi as well. Do me a favor. When you drop into the uh, Bucky Ballers Discord, just say Elite Week says hey, and then yeah, that yeah, way they yeah. know. That, that way they know where that where, where you're coming from and um so yeah as, as we discussed already before with the race from from last month um <clears throat> there is also a thing for the buckyballers where you have all of your past races are archived below so you can go if when you join the discord 
and you say a week says hi, talk to people and then say, you know, like, hey, I want to do this engineers mayhem race, but I'm also looking for something, you know, next week or the week after this sort of, you know, to do to waste my time and have some fun and, and, and up my skills. And you can go digging through the entire archive of past races and 99% of them are still active. Every once in a while, you have something where something changed and it's like, oh, but 99% of all of those old races are still 100% viable. You can run them. And then just when you run them, just post in the general discord like, hey, man, I just ran, you know, race number 26, the blah, 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 blah. And I got 18 minutes and somebody will be like, oh, that's awesome, dude. I remember when I ran that one two years ago. Uh, you know, have you tried this or that? Somebody will strike up a conversation with you. Yeah, for sure. So go yeah. Have, have and, you know, the other thing is that if, you, if you're part of a group, if you've got three or four buddies or you're in a squadron or you're part of some some other group and you just fancy uh, a weekend where you do a race, just just drop in, pick one of the past events and do it together, you know, and, and pick your times against each other. You know, that actually could be a very interesting idea. I know, I see you see a lot of times where, and I mean, Let's be honest, between now and presumably March 31st, you know, when we're everybody's sort of looking, suspecting that uh, Odyssey is going to drop, there's a lot of time to fill. So there's a lot of discords out there. There's a lot of content creators out there, whether you're a streamer or YouTube video guy or whatever. There's a lot of squadrons. There's a lot of player factions where it's like, hey, or even you might be none of those. It's just, it's me and my four friends. I play elite. I talk my one friend at work into playing elite. Uh, <clears throat> my my brother plays elite and his wife plays elite. It's the four of us. And we just kind of, we're our own little ragtag group. We're our own little informal squadron. I think an awesome thing to do, if you want to have sort of like, if you're a player, like I said, in, in a group like that, or you have a squadron or you have a, you're a content creator, and you want to say like, man, I want to make a fun, silly event, but that's a lot of hassle to sort of organize and figure out and whatever. Yeah. You could just steal them from the Buckyball Racers for free. You could literally just yeah. go, next weekend, we're having an event and we're going to do a race, the four of us or the eight of us or the 12 of us. We're going to all go race and then just go digging through their thing. Like there, there's no reason to not start with the engineers Canyon mayhem so that you can actually also register for the current race that's going. But even after this race has come and gone, you can just dig through and find one that strikes your fancy and yeah. say, yo, the five of us are going to run this and whoever wins, you know, we're all going to chip in, you know, whatever. We're all going to chip in 500 uh, low temperature diamonds or whatever. And whoever wins takes the pot. And then, you know, with fleet carriers, it's easy to trade money and to trade stuff nowadays. You guys can figure that out super easy. That's like you literally have like 50 built in events that you can just take one for free, do zero work, just copy and paste and your friends get to enjoy. Yeah, people are people are not starved for content. <laughs> for sure, Matt. There's too much to do. One other thing, actually, I wanted to say on the Discord is um, if people, you know, listen to this and they click the link, for whatever reason, if they just go, oh, I can't be asked for that, or it's too much to read, or oh, I'm not good enough. If, if, if you've got a reason why you're, you're not interested, if you can spare one minute just to drop in the chat and say, I'm not interested because either A, we might be able to put your mind at ease, Mm. that it's not as hard as you think or b we we can learn if there's some reason why 
people, you know, that we're turning people off, that it's too difficult, or that screenshots, you know, we'd love to know. I'd love to know why, uh, you know, if if people are turned off by anything. Right on, man, for sure. And maybe if you came in and said, hey, I like the idea of doing a race, but here's my problem. I'm, you know, I don't have access to engineers, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. Maybe you'll say something in that chat, which will spark somebody, one of the race designers to say, or... You know, maybe you'll spark one of them to do something, or maybe it's time for you to step up and say, eh, I've looked over this race and this race and this race. Man, I really just want a race that's all SRVs racing up and down canyons or whatever. You know what? That's the awesome thing about the Buckyball Racers. You can go to them, tell them your idea, tell them, like, I want to start here, go here. One of the one of the guys that does the race like course design, one of those guys that's sort of the pros on it will help you and can help you like Alec can help you and say like, okay, if you pick a starting point here, you need a fixed point, you need a fixed point, you need a fixed point, you need an end point. They can help you. You can craft one that you think is awesome and put it out there and, you know, get it started. Yep. Yep. yep All, right. All right. So in the uh, show notes for this, we're going to have the... Uh, Buckyball Race Club website. We're going to have the link to the forum page with this exact thread on this race. And we're going to have the uh, Discord. Go join that Discord. Tell them Elite Week says hi. Alec, thank you for coming in. And I can't wait to talk to you about next month's race where I actually am going to be sort of involved in lending a little asset. We're going to need it. Yeah, we're right on next month. But um, yeah, thanks, Kai. That was great. All right, beautiful. Guys, I'll talk to you later. Landing gear retracted. If you got the wings and the revive, it would the small ship to pick. It's the first path of post. Everybody's lined up, staring at the slot gap, smiling at those guts with the top gun fingers on. Pitchfork waving at the neutron, thought the boy boost to the max as we skittle off the toast around. Turn, maybe turn before you even think about it. Gotta be slick like an oil tank is spewing it. We got the speed and we're racing on the galaxy. Hop on board with the elite racers, everyone's flying high. On that boost finger in your dreams Get in the floor like a neutron Get my boy, you know they're gonna hit you If you get in their way Spill like a record, baby F.A.I. percent you crazy This is the whip clock and you're slow ass We got the speed deal We're racing on the galaxy Hop on board with the elite races Everyone's flying
face way A loser ego as a ladder or two The farce here classic makes you feel quite tragic But you finally get that feeling, yeah you Chasing all the back at the squirrel desk bar We're racing to the front of Corrado too You set the pace at the Kuiper Raceway Everybody talking, talking about you We got the speed and the evil Racing around the gap 